0: guys just so you're aware this podcast contains explicit language and very very naughty talk so you have an option don't listen if you feel you're going to get offended don't listen otherwise for all those naughty naughty people out there enjoy Thank you. I'm Chloe. And today we've probably got the most epic episode we will ever have. We've got our first guest here and we are fucking pumped. I mean like bouncing off the walls so excited uh we will explain who it is in just a moment but we thought we'd go into a bit of an update on what happened over the weekend with us because we you had a
1: all love a weekly update so here it is guys we had a big night out didn't we Chloe it was supposed to be two big nights but we went so hard on the first night we kind of <laughs> failed miserably on the second night
0: we were in and out of consciousness for the whole of Saturday yeah and Sunday yeah I mean we did try and go out Saturday night but it, it rained and we were like ugh whatever So, on Friday night, we went to East London and... Trying to be edgy. Trying to be edgy, trying to be cool. And um, we went to this bar, which we've been suggested to go to, and we get to the door and everyone's being turned away, you know, uh, so annoying going out at the moment. You just can't mingle. No, you can't mingle, but also you can't book a table for like two people because...
1: They you know, don't want just yeah, two people. It's yeah, it's just all
0: bloody hard work. So we went to the door and we see this like group of people getting turned away. And we go up and we say, you know, is there any chance? And no, 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 no. And then I just say, God, I mean, like, what is, what are two single girls meant to do right now? You can't book a table for two. We can't get in anywhere. How are we meant to meet anyone? We've been, you know, completely cock blocked by COVID, quite frankly. And what does the lady do? The legend that she is, turn around and goes, I'm single, two girls. I'll get you up.
1: What, babe? Oh, my God. It was so good. I was like, yes, girl, power. So off we go, trooping in, feeling the dog's bollocks now. We're like, yes, <laughs> tonight is our night.
0: Yeah, And it literally started off well.
1: Started off well, ended well. So yeah. here we are in this bar grabbing a couple of drinks. And at first, we're sat opposite this couple, you know, and they're kind of minding their own business. We have a little chit chat, buy them a shot, whatever. Frankie eyes up this guy from afar, clocks him basically as soon as we're in there. He looks like
0: Anthony Joshua. I literally saw him and was like, oh, good Lord. He was fit. Very good looking man. Like tall, dark,
1: handsome, muscly. He literally looked like a basketball player. yeah. So Frankie is eyeing him up. He keeps eyeing her up. So this goes on for like too long. And
0: isn't that like the funnest bit of being out? You know, when you clock someone that you think's hot and then they clock you back and you think, where's this going to go? Where's this going to take Who's going to approach who? Exactly. But neither of you approached each other. I intervened <laughs> and I was like, look,
1: can we just cut to the chase here? Like so I can either get back to chatting to my friend without her not really listening to me and staring at you or we can all just hang out together and i was like are you single yes anyway so he comes over and joins the table which i
0: don't understand why at that point
1: you hadn't realized he was mental <laughs> i literally said because to him, are you single and he went yeah, yeah yeah absolutely i could tell as
0: soon as i spoke to him he was absolutely blind drunk so drunk he comes over and the first thing he says to me was like so come on then what do you do other than modeling um i'm five foot three I've done I was actually quite proud of the fact he strung a sentence together yeah <laughs> I mean was he so was pissed, that drunk but also he was so like smarmy and just you know I mean, it's basically if he never opened his mouth it could have been a really fun night but frankly as soon as he opened his mouth there was no turning back
1: what did you say earlier it's like you had a boner that
0: instantly went flat. yeah literally that's what happened but, but I, talk to us from there what happened yeah, so, and then he asked if i like walking which was another gripping conversation line um and then he said so you know what do you do other than modeling and i said well Told him my job and then said that I do this podcast about sex, dating and relationships. At that point, he turned to me and said, well, there is something I'm into, and that's pegging. (laughs) So the producer's (laughs)
1: laughing. He clearly knows what this is. I had
0: no idea what it was and was like, what the fuck is pegging? I am
1: the dirtier bitch of the two of us, and I didn't even know what pegging was.
0: Yeah, I was flabbergasted. I was just like, okay, so he then proceeded to let me know that it was when a girl sticks a dildo up his bum weird that's when I said you're with the wrong girl of the podcast here but you
1: know what his friend had then come over it like after that because he wouldn't leave you were caught in conversation for quite some time after that even though like out of politeness yeah but I was actually chatting to his friend and I said I really think you need to get your friend under control he's just admitted to liking pegging and his friend looked at me like the most blase thing like I just said you know he's kind of into Thai food like (laughs) the most normal thing and he was like what's wrong with that and I was like it was a Bit of a strange thing to tell someone like that y- you're just talking to, yeah. And he went, Well, it's not perverse, it's not weird, it's not illegal, like, so what if he likes it? And I, at that point, I thought, Okay, I've been shut down
0: here now, yeah. What do I say to that? I guess that is fair enough, but no, it wasn't for me. So we then let the guy live with dildos up his bottom, yeah. We basically ran to the toilet and ran away. He also did follow me to the toilet at one point. I thought, oh, good god, how am I going to get rid of him? Thank God Chloe was like, let's get the hell out of here. We escaped. We ran. Escaped out the back exit and onto the next bar. Onto the next bar. I haven't even told you actually that. Okay, so we met a group of guys at this bar and they were cool. So we ended up chatting to them as well. Um, And yeah, one of them. She
1: exchanges numbers with another guy who, can I just say, was completely out of left field for Frankie. I mean, he looked like Lewis Capaldi crossed with... I don't even know. The beer
0: goggles were well and truly on yeah, at this point. Yeah, it was It was a really strange... He wants to take me for Japanese food, though. I rather like that. I, I know, love Japanese food. which was quite food. weird
1: because he looked very kind of like rough around the edges. But mm. then he was quite into sophisticated yeah. Japanese food. Tell going
0: to take me to rocker. Never But heard anyway, about,
1: but... she gets bored, as usual, and she goes, Chloe, should we ditch them and leave? So I'm like, all right, okay, here we go again. So I we're... just
0: wanted the night to keep going. We you know, walk wanted out from the
1: outside. We go inside. We cross to the exit. And As we cross, she clocks another guy who's giving her the eye. She's giving him the eye. I was like a
0: dog on heat. (laughs)
1: Literally. She goes to me, Chloe, he's so fit. I don't want to leave. And I'm like, Frankie, we've just left a bunch of guys sat outside. We cannot now sit down on another table with another guy in front of them. And she's like, yeah, we can. I'm going over to him. So the girl with the golden balls... Just literally strolls over and is like, you're fit. Bearing in mind he was sat at a table with one other girl. Could have been on a date. No, but
0: I could tell that he was like looking at me as well. So I thought it was... And, and thank God, I did ask, you know, are you on a date? He said no. So I thought, well, here we go. And, um, you
1: know, so there she goes. off. She, she's off pulling him for the rest of the I'm night
0: off for then. The night. But Chloe, leaving me... <laughs> no, Chloe was not the... I was not the only one that got a bit of attention on Friday night. Chloe, as she was walking across the room, got shouted at can i buy a drink off you and someone (laughs) thought she was the waitress
1: but it didn't stop there then i went outside and sat down and i turned around and he'd followed me out and he was no because he'd come up to me and said your friend is so beautiful like da 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 and i was like well go for it well it transpires by the way can i just say this guy was like 52 he was like old he was out he was very drunk i think he was, he was a a li- i think he was a little bit autistic there's nothing wrong with autism i've got family members who are autistic all i'm saying is i didn't want to take advantage of the vulnerable yeah but he was so drunk he thought he was still in a strip club and i don't know whether it's flattering or insulting he seemed to think i was the stripper cuz he kept asking me to dance for him and he was like can you please do that little dance again and i was like babe I haven't been dancing i'm in a bar you're not allowed to dance at the moment like oh, you know God. this this wasn't me but anyway i ended up being on the like while Frankie was off genuinely pulling a fit guy, I was left on a table with this guy and all his friends had a whale of a time.
0: He <laughs> did have a bloody good time. He was hilarious. But anyway, so we had quite a good weekend, didn't we, really?
1: It was good, all in all, but now I need to lay low. I mean, that has suckered it out of me. Yeah, for like, same.
0: I still think I've got I think I've think a three-day hangover. Yeah, God. I know, I know. Well, like, just thank God that we've got our guests here today that can pick this mood back up Put um, the is back in us. I don't know what jabouli is, but I've just said it. Um, so let me introduce you. <clears throat> it's the one and only, the lady of the manor, the lord of her domain. She spent her life bringing up this mess in front of us, and for that, she should be knighted. She works with the dead and not so dead. And no, she is not a mortician. She's bloody Linda Bernadette Cecilia Henson! Yay! <laughs> It's Chloe's mother, everybody. Welcome, Linda. My mum
1: on board. And for anyone that knows her, knows she's an absolute legend round the ends of Horsham (laughs) and many places afar she stretches. She's almost gone global at times, and she is here with us tonight. We did have to wait for you though. Yeah, you were bloody late, Linda. Well, you know what it is. I'm a hardworking
2: lass. Didn't finish till <laughs> well after six o'clock, and then I had dinner to do. Although my husband had got it all ready, and then Aww, my if. son popped in, and then there was an
1: accident on the road over. Oh, but, you, you were know, just being
0: a diva, Linda. Yeah, I have we to rolled say... out the red
1: carpet. Frankie and producer even um, bowed when she got here.
0: Everyone does in her presence.
1: <laughs> she is the majesty.
2: Well, I'm sorry. All oh, you lovely listeners out there, you probably thought you were getting Lady Gaga. And what did you get? You got Lady the LBC H's of this world, the Linda Bernadette <laughs> Cecilia Hensons. Very
1: old-fashioned. Very old-fashioned. Well bred, Mom. You might as well just cut it there. What she said before we even started recording, she got a microphone put in front of her and she goes, This looks rather phallic-like. <laughs> I mean, you're just as bad as me. You've got,
2: yeah, those where do you think? Well, she gets where, the- from. It's where it's positioned. It is very funny. What near
0: near right your in mouth, in front of
1: my mouth? You know, <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? You're putting all kinds of disturbing images in my head now. Right? Well, shall we? Shall we? Shall we move on? Shall yes. we get on to the questions? That <laughs> We're we've got two for Linda. minutes in. Yeah. Right. So are you ready for these questions, Linda? Are you absolutely dying with apprehension
2: here <laughs> because I know where you two are like, and I have n- I have a very good idea of the the sort of questions that i might be asked so
1: well these are five questions we're gonna ask every single guest so wait we haven't actually thought them up to be directly related to you but you do you'll have to be glad to, to hear i would hope so they're so, not loaded first things first we all know you've had three children one extremely almost godlike myself <laughs> roaring <laughs> So we want to know, tell us the story of how you lost your virginity. She's a nice Catholic Irish girl brought up in, you know, Cork City. Were you allowed to sleep with boys before your wedding night or did you do the deed on the wedding night? Or were you too drunk to perform? Was dad too drunk to perform?
2: What happened? Oh my God, I shall not be drawn into this conversation about how and when I lost my virginity. Thank you very much. That is completely personal to myself. Okay. What I will say is, I have never been a prude. I loved my boyfriends. We always, we slept together. We had lots of cuddles, but there was absolutely no (laughs) hanky-panky. Not even foreplay. Oh, yes. A little bit of thought. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, That's what I mean. That's what I mean. We slept together. Of course.
1: Mum, sleeping together means something had, different now. Yeah, no, no. We, I you mean, know, when we, we had, say we sleeping, we, we ain't sleeping.
2: No, exactly. But there was absolutely no intercourse before marriage. I no was a penetration. good Catholic girl. That is intercourse.
1: Yeah, I know. So was it I was good you were terrified girl. Of being pregnant, absolutely.
2: And you have to remember, I was brought up in Catholic Ireland, where there was no contraception. contraception. No,
0: of course there wasn't. Was it? It was a
2: very, very different time, and you just did not take any risks. In have terms you ever of...
1: used a condom? I have.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, me personally, I haven't. But I did use the Dutch cap.
1: What's that? Which was the Vatican, yeah, which was the that. Vatican
2: roulette form of contraception. Yeah, my granny why, told me about this. Which is why I had a honeymoon baby with uh, Amy. I'd only been married a month when I fell pregnant. Oh, you horny little rat! No, it wasn't.
1: It was contraception gone completely no, wrong. Once you once you popped, you couldn't stop.
0: No, apparently, the, the Dutch cap is not as um, isn't that like uh, a female condom? Yeah, yes. but it's not not as good as a condom or the contraceptive pill that it's not you... good at all no, in my well, there you go.
2: that's why it was called vatican roulette oh because you pushed it in and you hoped for the best oh well god. by the time i pushed it in several times oh god tim had lost the urge in the first place because it was all too much hard work yeah. but haven't gone to all the trouble <laughs> I thought, well, you're not getting out of it that lightly, thank you very much.
0: <laughs> and before we knew it, fun.
2: I had a dose of flu. Oh.
0: And I'd been very
2: unwell for a few weeks, to which point him said to me, Linda, are you sure you're not pregnant? And I said, Don't be so bloody ridiculous. I've been using that Dutch cap all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but we finally had to go for a a uh, baby test what you call them that? Pregnancy. a pregnancy, pregnancy test. test and there it was as blue as you like <laughs> so we still con we still consider amy to be the immaculate contraception because we don't know how it ever happened really did you
1: mean to say contraception or did you just mean to say conception
2: <laughs> well the yes the immaculate conception but it was the immaculate is, contraception
1: that is a classic linda line gets her words muddled up <laughs> don't worry i do that all the time you, you are actually kindred spirits. I'm in that awful sense. with words. Right, are you ready for the next question? This is a bit more low key. What's the key to a good relationship?
2: A long lasting relationship, I presume you're talking yes, about yes. here. I think there are, there are two, it's all about values. And there are two things that are really key is about respect, and that absolutely means respect for yourself as well as your partner. Yes, yes, Linda. And tolerance. If you've got a good recipe of respect and well, tolerance, Well, I'm
1: absolutely love buggered, just though. just follows. Where I have I was no gonna say, tolerance. I was going to say we're both buggered. I lack respect. And I lack like tolerance. <laughs> well,
2: then you're both doomed, girls. Oh, no. Uh, because in any too- lasting relationship, there has to be a lot of tolerance and a lot of give and take. And you've got to take the rough with the smooth all of the time.
0: I think that's seriously valid um, advice. And everyone should take that in. She's been married. How long have you been married for? 37 years. Oh, my God!
1: And not only has she been married 37 years, she's actually got her husband to be scared of her to the point he, he's scared to even make himself a sandwich without asking if it's all right. <laughs> oh, that is absolutely... You do wear the trousers, though, do you, Linda? I do wear the trousers. <laughs> I would
2: profess to that. But when it comes to making a sandwich, it's just bloody laziness. <laughs> it's not about me. He'd been afraid of me, you know, if he makes a sandwich because he can't be bothered to make the
0: sandwich if I don't make it for and him. And that is where tolerance comes in. So, going from tolerance... That, sorry, Linda's really struggling over there to open a water bottle right <laughs> <She> now. couldn't...
1: <laughs> Had a button to push <laughs> and she couldn't find. <laughs> I'm not
2: at all mechanical minded, and actually, a G&T would have gone down better. Than this a is whole
0: why you work with dead people. people. We'll go into the dead people shortly because people are going to think you're so weird, people probably do think you're a mortician. Deal with so dead people. Can we just go into what is your most embarrassing story? You know, something which, even when it, you think about it now, you cringe, laugh, and think I should probably never ever tell anybody this. But yet you're going to for us today. Am I? Yes.
2: Because
0: yes. Oh, if you don't, I will. <laughs> and I'm sure mine's probably worse.
2: Oh, dear. Let me try and pick one out of the hat then.
1: Um, well, we did
2: have a very, very funny story when I was, again, pregnant with Amy. I think it was about eight months pregnant. And Tim and I were in the supermarket one evening.
0: I'm laughing already.
2: <laughs> we were down just... at the deli counter. <laughs> And there was a really big number of people waiting at the deli counter. And when you're heavily pregnant, you either need to go to the loo really quickly or you're taken short. And I have to say, ladies, I was taken very short that evening. Like you need a poo, I think. No, no. It was worse than that. It was a fart. (laughs) But it was one one of those really silent but deadly ones. And... The whole of the counter just kind of moved to one... You know, they all moved away. The queue just decimated. (laughs) And there was this little... There was this little five foot two, round, obese little gentleman at the side. And Tim bent over me, he said, that dirty little... He said, fancy doing that. He He said, look at the ham in the deli. It's almost curving over at the sides, it is so bad, and I kept a really straight face. And I went, "Yeah, yeah, not not a good thing." I said, uh, i have half half a pound of that crumbed ham, please." And some of that salami. You've probably been eating
0: too much salami. I was served
2: straight away. But it was several weeks later when Tim was recounting it at a dinner party to someone. And he said, can you believe what that greasy little Greek I think he called him? Poor man, he suffered for this for months and months. (laughs) And I started laughing because I couldn't help myself. He said, well, it wasn't very funny at the time. And I said, that's not what I'm laughing about. It was I was the one who farted. (laughs) (laughs) And not the little Greek that you've blamed for all these years. (laughs) (laughs) A week. Oh, oh we did laugh. Oh <laughs> my goodness me. That Very is... A,
1: funny. Do you know what's so funny is you've just told that story being pregnant. On last week's episode, we were talking about my funny pregnancy stories and I admitted to when I shit on the side of the road while I was pregnant and then stepped in it. I mean, I, was... I cannot wait. No, waste. that
2: is totally unladylike. I mean, <laughs> really, Chloe, that is disgusting. Is
1: that a bridge too far? That is a
2: far, a bridge far too far. You
1: just said if a pregnant lady's got to go, they've got to go. I had to go. Well, yes, but you didn't have to step in it, did you? (laughs) Anyway. Well, if my brother and baby daddy hadn't have been flustering me, I wouldn't have felt, you know, so out of control and accidentally stepped in it. (laughs) Oh it is. My gosh, this is
2: it voiceless. is. It is a big issue when you're heavily pregnant. Uh, the water works and the bowel works are definitely an issue. <laughs> Thank I cannot you.
0: wait for the beauty of pregnancy. I mean, you two have really sold it to me there. Yeah. Just can't wait. So the next question we've got
1: is: Have you ever had an inappropriate crush on someone, or has anyone had an inappropriate crush on you? In other words, have you ever oh fancied one my of Chloe's boyfriends? Goodness. Have you ever fancied one of my boyfriends?
2: No, never. (laughs) Ever. In actual fact, I wouldn't have given them a second look, most of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Neither would I. I back you on that. She goes for some real roses. I always say, why do you always have to go
2: easy? Why can't can't you just go for a bit of intellectual now and again? Why does it always have to be just easy on the eye? I mean, easy on the eye is important, but you need to have a bit of a brain cell as well. they got to be hat,
1: you know? but anyway i'm who, with
2: you linda oh, who's had an
1: inappropriate you. crush on you then
2: oh my god you've had loads no no no, i haven't
0: but i I'm actually have to a In Can Ireland. I just say i actually have a bit of an inappropriate crush on you linda oh so do you i do i've oh, always right. thought you're so beautiful oh, oh, that's like
2: that kind of mother-daughter relationship yeah crush, but you are a milf you know i'm second mother to so yeah. many i can't, can't she got tell called you. a milf the do other day do you know day. what a
0: milf is
2: uh, I can't say what it actually stands Mum, for, but I'd like I to know fuck. what it means, and it's yeah. hideous. Oh, well, hideous. I
0: mean, it's it a compliment.
2: But I haven't had an inappropriate crush on anyone because I've only ever loved one man. Oh. But there were a few incidences growing up in Ireland... The man of the cloth. Oh, my God. <laughs> On several occasions. I don't know what it was about me. I think it was this homely nursing value that I held. I seemed to attract an awful lot of men of the cloth. And it really started <laughs> to become a problem. So when I was 19, 18, and I was, no, I was 20. And I had been a long time in hospital because I had developed a bit of a serious condition um, nothing sexual, as we're on the on that line. Why can't you was, just say what it was? Well, it was TB, tuberculosis, and I picked it up when I not was not the BV nursing. Yeah, not yeah. to be
0: confused with the BV.
2: No, not the BV. No, no, no. <laughs> and um, anyway, the priest that came along to the sanatorium that I was in became very friendly with me, and we got on very well. And this continued after I was discharged home. And he was just like a friend of the family, you know. In actual fact, he married us.
1: That's the weirdest (laughs) part. That's the weirdest part, (laughs) exactly.
2: But because I had to put on this persona to my family, that, you know, he was still a man of the cloth and...
0: But and a respectful man. I
2: stayed in his house down in the west of Ireland for a couple of weeks, but I had to be chaperoned. So my brother had to come with me because it would never do in the village that you were staying in the priest's house, a young yeah. single woman. So I was chaperoned and it was all fine. And um, lo and behold, one night, probably past midnight, I was settling down to sleep. And the next thing, he pops in next door to me in the bed, next to me in the bed. How bad what? is that? Absolutely. The priest got into bed with her. Was he, he naked? With... No, no, no. He did have his pyjamas on.
0: But still, absolutely great. Did and he, he try went... and cuddle you? Well, of course he did. Oh, and what nice was your reaction? Having for a bit
2: of a grope? Well, I stayed very calm because I'm not prudish in any way. And I thought, this poor man, he must be so desperate to be with a woman. <laughs> he's climbed into bed with me. So I just turned around and I said, eh, eh. Ain't gonna happen. But that's so good that, that you stood up for yourself. Inappropriate. Can you leave my bed now, please? And did he go? Oh yes, straight away. I mean, there was no argument.
0: No, but so, that's because you were bold and stood up to him, probably. Yes,
2: but what was sad was, for me, then, I spent the whole night thinking, what vibes had I given off yes, that you question he yourself? felt so comfortable to come into my bed? And, uh, you know, I just had to kind of really reflect on myself and think, am I giving out vibes or am I just being friendly or am I being over-friendly? Or is he just very lonely? No, or, I no, just, Or is
0: he perverted and thinks it's okay to take... Well, no, the- because... There was another, there
2: was a Christian brother as well who took a shine to me and he oh was about God. 85. <laughs>
1: he used to write her letter, love oh, letters.
2: N- no, no, they weren't love letters. Oh
1: my God, Mum, I've read them. They were weird. Well, he
2: was very fond of me. so and... Sorry, you've still got the letters yeah. then. <laughs> she, no, 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 I haven't She cherishes but them. He, what he did was he encouraged my relationship with Tim or previous boyfriends because he wanted to see me happy. And what I felt about these guys were, you have to remember in Ireland... Every family in the country would make one of their kids join a nunnery or a priesthood. So a family would have to have a girl in a nunnery and a man. So they were so inappropriately sent into these lives that most of them were probably never cut out for. And I just felt that, gosh, these people, they must have so yearned for someone in their own lives yeah. because actually to be in the nunnery the priesthood growing up at that age was not a nice place to be. No. I mean nunneries were kind of full of bitches and, and priests just became very <laughs> nuns hard nuns were fought in cold, bitches. didn't they? Yeah, or perverts. Well, yeah, because I had a lot of nuns teaching me in school and they were, they were, Has never, that put you never really off... got a nice nun.
0: Are you still a Catholic today then? Yes. You are. I am still a Catholic by
2: faith and I do have a very strong faith but mm. I am absolutely not not a church goer. No. I don't feel the need to prove my faith to be seen to be going to church. I don't yeah. get anything out of church, but I have a strong faith and I have a real faith in the afterlife and all of that, mm. and I have a real faith in destiny and, you know, what's what's meant to be will be. Yeah, but I don't feel the need to attend a building or to listen to a man spouting or a woman spouting about religion. And actually, a lot of it for me was man-made laws anyway. And we suffered a lot as children from the clergy, as did my parents. Yeah. So that kind of turned you off religion. Yeah, really.
0: probably made you look at it in a very different yeah. light. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I
2: don't think anybody has the right to be dogmatic to any other human being about what they should or shouldn't do. Oh, I, I hear think you should have the freedom of choice. Mm. Um, and I think some people do need a strong steer. And I do believe that faith and religion brings a lot to people's life in terms of structure. And I think that's very sad that a lot of people nowadays don't have that structure. Yeah. But you need it in the right way.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you certainly weren't cut out for nun life. So good thing oh, no. your mum. <laughs> <little minxie laughs> yeah, you naughty little minx. Good thing mum. I think I might have put the cat among the pigeons if I was a nunnery. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, you would have been an old... You would have been the one getting into bed with young men, probably. <laughs> oh, no. The shoe would have been on the other foot. No. A woman off the all. cloth.
2: No, not at all.
1: Well, this is our last um, kind of... This, our last generic question for you.
0: And we have also got Linda asking us some questions after this, which should be interesting. Yeah.
1: Oh. So, three celebrities. You have to choose one you would shag. One you would marry... One you would kill. Are you ready for the three celebrities? Shag, marry, and kill. By
0: okay. pushing off a cliff. Are you ready for the three uh, men we have married? Marriage lined up for is obviously you? life. Shag can be one night. Killing, pushing off a cliff. Right. Boris Johnson. Donald Trump. And Jeremy Corbyn.
1: Oh, the three hottest that- bachelors
0: in the world right now. Right, oh come my on, quick, God. quick answer. Can I not push them all off a no, cliff? No, no, you've got you've to go to Marion
1: Shagway.
2: Well, Donald Trump definitely off the cliff. Okay. Um You wouldn't want one hot Corbin, night with Donald Trump. What was it, Mary? Oh God, Marry or <laughs> Shag. Oh my God. Well, I tell you what. I would probably shag Corbyn because I could leave him after that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and I'd probably Corbyn.
2: I'd marry marry Boris because he's a buffoon, and I know I'd be able to wear the
0: trousers with him. So that's I'd actually a good of way of looking at it. Yeah, well all right done, Linda. great answer, great answer. I
1: probably would have pushed Jeremy and shagged Donald.
2: No, which is a bizarre I reckon, I reckon he's a dirty old dog. Oh god, yeah, which I is why I man. wouldn't shag him.
0: But then I couldn't shag Jeremy Corbyn. No. no, but you're not giving me much no, option sir, here, perfect, are you? No, it is a hard question. But now, talking about hard questions, what questions have you got oh. for Chloe and I? Oh, right. Let me just think then. Um, have you not come prepared with a little notebook? I have been working all oh, day. Oh, fair enough,
2: She works um, hard. Okay. Oh,
1: I've got one for you. Who's this aimed at? What do you... Hmm? Who's this aimed at? Is this at me or Frankie or both? Oh, both of you. Okay. Okay.
2: So, as teenagers, you probably didn't really get on that well with your moms because most teenage girls don't.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How was your relationship when you're now in your late 20s with both your mums? Well, she hates me since
0: doing the podcast. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I was an absolute nightmare of a teenager, which I think Chloe was pretty similar. Um, but then... I mean, I've always been really close with my family, even when I was trying to push them away. They've been incredible parents. I really couldn't have asked for better parents. And I think once you understand that and realise that, that's when you come back to them. And when I had my anxiety breakdown, do you remember when I, you know, I I dropped out of uni and I came home and my parents were just so supportive and so there. And um, ever since then, I like to think I've treated them um as well as I possibly could. You know, I absolutely love, adore them and respect them hugely for everything they've done for me. So no, I'm very lucky I've got really, really, I couldn't get close to them if I tried, actually.
2: Oh, that's lovely to hear. So, so really, your viewpoint, as you get older, mellows towards your parents because you see how invaluable they are to you. Yeah, in your life. yeah, definitely. And particularly your mom, I think, because yeah, you see a lot of yourself growing up
1: when you're up both women as well. Yeah. yeah, and you, yeah. I remember growing up, and I literally used to resent my mum and dad so much because they had such no, a stable. No, but Chloe, you
0: were worse to your parents than I was oh, to I my was, parents. Oh my
1: god, I was horrendous. But did I'm just she saying,
0: kick you once? No, I I tried
1: to choke her out once. What? What? My brother and my dad had to pull me off her. Oh I, my god! She used to send a... me into blind rage. How
0: did you feel? I'm when... not proud of that, no, wait, by can... the way, guys. It's can I disgusting. just say though, Linda? Like you and Tim are obviously such respectful people. Like, how did you feel when this like Chav just like started being your child?
2: Um, I think it's very different. I think it's something that a lot of parents nowadays have to put up a lot with, really. But I think children are far more troubled now than they ever were. What do you think? Because of social media? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think. It's not the child towards you. It's the child under peer pressure that's making them into what they are. And I think you've got to kind of drill down and think, well, this isn't my child. This is a very troubled child and you have to try and find out what's troubling them to make them like this because you can't bring your child up with the amount of love and security that you give them for a child to be so rebellious. Yeah. So they're rebelling at you because of something else because people will always hit out the people they love the most and the people they feel the most secure with. So they're always going to rebel against that.
0: Why is that? Why are we always the worst of the people we love? Because, you know, my mum has definitely said that you know she gets she gets every side of me the the grumpy side the hungover side but then the lovely and upbeat side and um let's not forget the spiteful side the spiteful side (laughs) you know all basically all the bad points and the good points but um you know why do you take it out on the people you love it's an odd odd thing i just think it's like a defense mechanism you feel safe there
1: yeah, and when you feel safe, you can let your guard down and your walls down. And unfortunately, every single person
0: has got flaws no, and bad I th- traits. I think it's literally because you know they'll always forgive you. Maybe, really? yeah. like but you're you're exactly. horrible but to those people. Safety. But that is safety. Yeah, but you're horrible to these people because you think, well, they can see the side of me, and I just know they'll still love you. Can me. get away with yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, but also,
2: I think the greater you love, the great, the more passionate you are. And that will always come out. It's passion that comes out. Whether you're fierce or whether you're in love, it's passion. Yeah. So.
1: Do you want to ask us another question? Oh, yes, I do.
2: (coughs) Let me think of another question. So. Make
1: it saucy.
0: Mm. This is a sex, you know, sexy dating we allowed
1: you one nice question. Now it's got to be. Yeah. Hit us with the hard hitters.
2: In today's society, with social media and the pressure that you're all under... Would you, given the chance on a drunken night out, if you really saw someone, because I know the two of you like the hot men. Indeed we do. And if you were in a very serious relationship, would you sleep with that guy?
1: What, cheat on someone? Cheat on I'd someone. I'd never cheat on someone in my life. No, uh, I wouldn't.
0: If I was in a stable relationship, if I had the thought that's when I'd go home and I, I would... Break up with my boyfriend. If I had such an urge to get with someone else, I'd have to really question what I had at home. Yeah. But I mean, no, like, I wouldn't. I think
1: you can have a little flirt or whatever, or you're no, you're allowed to. You're allowed to see other people. There's just as attractive, a line, isn't there? But there's a line. Yeah, I would never physically do anything. I would never. But I'm not one of those people that immediately, as soon as a attractive or any kind of guy comes up and speaks to me, I'm like, I've got a boyfriend. You can't speak to me. No, like I'll talk to them. Yeah, and then obviously if they do anything inappropriate towards me, that's when I'll say, sorry, I've got a boyfriend. Yeah. Or if
0: they like offer to buy you a drink, you go, like, just so you know, I do have a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah like, let's not get the wrong view. About exactly, this, but yeah. I thought
1: you were going to say, "Would you go home and sleep with someone?" Well, it's the same. Well, I think she thing, knows we it? do that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, right. So now it's now we're going on to kind of bit of motherly advice. So, like, what what you think as opposed to what us young girls think? So, I want to know. You've kind of said what dating used to look like for you. So that's quite interesting. You're into the the foreplay, but nothing more. (laughs) Um, What do you think about casual sex between like people these days? Like, what do you think about the fact that I have just gone out and slept with someone and never spoken to them again?
0: Not out of choice from Chloe's point. Hi!
1: Hi! 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 Let's not paint me out to be tragic. I suppose there is a part of me that's quite
2: envious that you can do that because you're doing it for what you get out of it.
0: And I love how you answer these questions, and, and I no will never know what you're going to say. I think and that's there's so no strings
2: attached, is there? So you've done it because you wanted something out of it. Which yeah. You clearly got, and then that's it. No strings attached. I suppose when I was brought up, you didn't a you wouldn't have had the courage to do it and b you wouldn't really you just wouldn't do it anyway it just wasn't the principles that we lived by you just didn't do and it and also
0: women were more judged then yeah For oh absolutely i mean and you'd a be a slut step. if you
2: did that yeah. without a doubt you'd be regarded as a slut there is no doubt and you'd Which... actually regard yourself as a slut if you did it that's, that's so, so bad you would really regard yourself as a slut whereas if now you did like that.
0: i i'm very much back myself that i will sleep with whoever i want to whenever i want to i don't You know, always want to sleep with the person. I sometimes just want to give them a kiss and you know, ask them to take me on a date. Sometimes I just think, actually, no, I really just want a good romping. But (laughs) what's great is that it's so my decision, and I would have hated to grow up in an era where I didn't get the choice. You were like a like free to it sex, was a man's like, world. express
1: yourself sexually.
2: Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I suppose that's that's likely, the, that's the change for me. And I think good on you if that's what you want to do. I mean, I, even now, I couldn't do that because I would still, whether it's ingrained in me or whatever, I I just wouldn't feel, I don't, I suppose I wouldn't, I'd be more, conscious of the guy i wouldn't want to do that to him because what if he fell madly in love with me that night and i thought well actually i've just got out of her what
0: i want this is what and happens i'm never going to gonna see you no, again but this is what this I is i just why don't it's think that's been fair. The, well i think that's really good but also guys you have back been... yourself that yeah. much that guys would fall in love with you after she's a sex the, kitten getting of course. the golden pussy is that what you named it the golden pussy no, that's what I've just named. Oh it.
1: my god! Although you are hesitant, I don't want to know.
0: <laughs> what do you call your <laughs> vagina, Linda? My pussy. Your pussy. And can we ask? You do not say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do. Because my
2: sister, who has a cat, yes, used I w- to always say, <laughs> <But> <laughs> we used to say stop stroking your pussy?" Or she said, "You like stroking my pussy," and we had to tell her. And
1: we had job. to tell her
0: what a pussy was. <laughs> can I just ask? Oh. You know, we're, we've got to close this up in a second. But can I just ask, yes or no answer, should the bush come back? Definitely.
2: <laughs> Definitely. What, oh, what? my God. You're like plucked chickens. <laughs> I don't know how you go on the way you go on. I think it looks pubescent. I think it's oh
1: horrendous. I don't know how a man can look at you like that. But what do you even think about guys shaving off their pubes? That happens. Well, fair enough if they do, but Wait, I
0: mean... I such double standards? It's not no. okay for us to... Fair,
1: uh, what I'm saying is fair enough if they do
2: the same as you do it. Oh, uh, right. But why take away something that is naturally meant to be do there? do you shave
0: your armpits occasionally? Well, uh-huh.
2: yes, I do. I do, only because that is seen, whereas this isn't. Well, well it mine is by Only by, by old, my partner.
0: Oh, Papa Henson. Yeah, only oh, by my partner. God. <laughs> Papa Do Henson. you and Papa Henson still have sex? Of course. Yes, Linda. Chloe is absolutely dying I'm right absolutely now. Riding. I love that. I want to still have the urge. Yeah, i
1: do like age has got nothing to do with it i want to be think? able to flirt no, with my husband till the day i die yeah
0: we did say that on the other episode we want to be you, able to
1: her and dad are really cute as well like they they'll like put on music when they get pissed together and go and have little slow dances in oh, the kitchen yes. and in the Stop it. and
0: it's really cute is there anything else you would like to say as advice to the girls and guys that are listening today? oh wait no let me
1: just ask one more thing What's your worst memory of me?
0: Again, way to make it about yourself, Chloe. Yeah,
1: but she'll have a funny one. That's why I asked her. Um, You can't say me losing my virginity because I already told that story.
2: Chloe, there are so many countless stories and so many countless memories I couldn't even pick one out. Do you out? remember that
1: time I had a house party? well not a house party. I had a gathering in the garden we were all in the summer house and you'd gone to bed and we were causing a ruckus and you came outside to find me absolutely butt naked running around the garden. Oh my god And you I kicked do. everyone out.
2: <gasps> that was horrendous I'd forgotten about that. And I
1: tried to jump out the window with them and you grabbed the scruff <coughs> of my neck and went you're not going anywhere.
2: Yeah no that you were so embarrassing Chloe awful.
1: But, but you have
2: turned out to be someone very nice now. We're very good friends. That's one of my
1: friend's most favourite stories is yeah. you finding you stomping across the garden. She had a polka dot dressing gown on and I was just absolutely butt naked, not even a G string in sight. And there she was going, going, what are you doing in front of a bunch of guys? I don't know how
2: I've stayed sane with you all these years. I, I really
0: don't. But are you sane, Linda?
1: <laughs> yes, I am. I would like to think
2: I would like to sound very level headed, actually. Very well adjusted, very measured, but I enjoy a good time.
0: Yes. And as modest as your daughter. And as modest as her.
1: Oh, well, to wrap that up. One last let's let's end this on a high. How good looking are me and Frankie on a scale of oh one my to ten?
2: Oh, I would definitely say ten plus.
0: Yes! Yeah. She if, got I, back. if
2: I was a guy Hundred percent.
0: She is our biggest fan. 100%. I love
2: her.
1: I do love it. I mean, she she backs me all the time. If only yeah. everyone looked
2: beautiful, at us looking your eyes. confident, funny, and actually humor in someone is so important.
0: Yeah, yeah. Linny Lou,
2: you know, and you will find the most gorgeous men sometimes, but sometime, but you know. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not you're obviously not ready yet for it. Well,
0: Linda, thank you so so much for coming on our podcast. You have been an epic first guest, and I mean, I actually think there's a little bit of wet in my knickers from listening to all those stories because I have laughed so hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know I've literally like urinated I myself. Know. So a good, a little
0: bit of trickle. And as always, guys, get involved on the two kids, no kids Instagram hashtag Kids Club. Uh, Get involved in the polls and write in for any stories you might want some help with.
1: Yes. See you later. Ole, ole. Come on, Linda. Okay.
0: Feeling (laughs) hot,
1: hot, hot. Come on, Linda. Feeling
2: hot, hot, hot. (laughs) Yeah. Feeling hot, hot, hot.